0: Hi everyone, it's so host Pepe with the 39th episode of Minority Landlords Podcast. I'm so psyched about today's episode. My um, apologies if it's a little bit windy. You hear some wind, you hear some water. I'm here close to the lake outside in Maine, taking some vacation. And what a great time to be talking about this particular topic. And today we'll be talking about the words on the street and that short-term rentals which include vacation rentals, Airbnbs and whatnot. Yes, this has gained popularity in the past few years because people have been finding short-term rentals to be quite lucrative. So what is it? Basically, it's when you buy an investment property and instead of renting it out to long-term tenants like the traditional way, you rent it out in platforms such as Airbnb, Vabo, other national or even your local vacation or short-term rental website and apps maybe asking yourself why is this so huge all of a sudden well as we know as real estate investors most of us are always looking for cash flow even those who swear by saying that all they need is appreciation there is part of them too that's always craving for that cash flow and in short-term rentals the cash flow can be pretty sweet considering that right now with the high home prices that keeps going higher and higher faster than rent getting cash flow is becoming very challenging quite frankly in a lot of markets other good things too is that as we know short-term rentals perform way better in appreciation in appreciating markets because those are desired areas for tourists and whatnot That's why just in general investors are flocking short-term rentals because they are able to get great cash flow in markets that also have high appreciation rate so it's a win-win in a lot of ways so i'll be talking about some advantages and disadvantages of short-term rentals and what you guys need to keep in mind before indulging in this real estate strategy number one that one of the big advantages, like i said before is cash flow and the bigger earning potential that you will find in this real estate strategy in some places you can make for example $2,000 a week doing short-term rentals, whereas with long-term rentals, that 2k can be in a month worth of rent, but I advise you all to be very aware of all your expenses and when running your numbers before you buy a property that you want to turn into into a short-term rental. The second advantage is flexibility. This is big because you can get to decide when to work and and when you want your property rented. You can also control how much money you want to make in that particular property if you're willing to invest the time needed in order to make that particular figure. The third advantage is other big advantage that you can get a big tax break. As we know in real estate and that's where we make most of our money right a lot of us make our money through paying less to no tax in real estate so make sure that you look into the tax aspect of things as well when running your numbers and see which of the many expenses that you will have because there's a lot of expenses when it's come to short-time rentals so look and see which ones will be you'll be able to deduct at the end of the year when doing your taxes the fourth advantage is the wear and tear is very low because you are constantly having to fix and making the property the best shape as possible before someone else comes in let's look at some disadvantages of short-term rentals. the first disadvantage is the effort the effort it's it takes so much effort to run it and that's whether you have a property manager or not just know that you will need to invest in a lot of time The second disadvantage is there is less consistency with income coming in because of the different short-term rental demand seasons. But sometimes you can buy, let's say, where I am here right now in Maine, where during summer there is demand and during winter too, there is a demand for folks that come here to do winter activities such as skiing and whatnot. Again, just run your numbers. Putting this in mind as well, that the money will not always be consistent in comparison to long-term rentals where income is very, very predictable. The third disadvantage is the restriction. With a lot of states and cities putting restrictions on short-term rentals, it makes the future of short-term rentals up in the air, which can be quite scary, right? So make sure that you really understand the policies and see where your state the particular state that you are looking into start venturing in make sure that you are aware that those those policies that they have right now in place make sure that you know them possible and make sure that you are aware that those might change and have a plan B whether it's, it's something that can easily be converted into a long-term rental or if you have other plans for it so make sure that you have a plan ahead of time in case your state really puts high restrictions on short-term rentals or if they get rid of it completely, which there is a possibility out there. So you may be asking yourself, oh, what are some things to keep in mind before buying a single family, duplex or triplex and so on to turn into a short-term rental? Well, first of all, make sure the property is in a desirable location. That's very important. Mainly, make sure it's either in a city or if it's in rural areas, make sure that it's in a touristy location. Right? Loc- just like in every strategy in real estate, location is very important. And in this particular strategy location is very very crucial so keep that in mind that one thing to keep in mind is location as always number two make sure that you have enough time to invest in this because unlike in long-term rentals you are constantly getting people in and out so think of it like a hotel Unless if you rent out on a monthly basis, which will save you some time. But overall, if you do something like an Airbnb, make sure that you have enough time on your hand to constantly get people. The third thing that you need to really keep in mind is make sure that you are able to afford and cover mortgage costs. And all other costs associated with operating the property especially your mortgage since rent is not always guaranteed right so be mindful of different seasons since these short-term rentals there'll be times for peak season busier season and then there'll be time for very very slow months So make sure that you are able to cover your general expenses during slow months as well and make sure before you dive in that you understand which months are busy, which months are slow and what are the numbers, what do the numbers look in both months so that you are able to pay your bills. Because if you are not able to pay your bills and like I say, most of these will be in locations that are very desirable and expensive. So if you get something really expensive and then you didn't really do your numbers correctly and then you are not able to pay your mortgage and whatnot. You'll be in big trouble. The fourth thing to keep in mind is make sure that you understand your town's policies regarding short-term rentals. I know such as Hawaii have very very strict restrictions and guidelines regarding short-term rentals. So make sure before you buy anything to really check and ensure that your state is fine with it and if they are, what are the rules? Also, like I said before, make sure that you also keep in mind that those might change at any time. So there's a little a lot of unpredictability when it's comes to short-term rentals. So know your current policies, know your current restriction, and also start looking Looking into the future and have some options as to what will you do let's say if your town or your state shuts down short-term rentals what will you do what's your next thing to do with that particular property are you going to sell it are you going to sell it are you going to turn to a long-term rental are you going to do what make sure that you know that and you play with numbers in all the other different c- scenarios before you purchase a short term rent the fifth thing to keep in mind is to really hone in, in the numbers again and calculate your income potential so that you don't end up buying something that then realizing that you you've made a big mistake so make sure that your numbers make sense. Number sixth and final thing I would like to emphasize is to make sure that you are aware of all your expenses. There's a usual such as mortgages, taxes, insurance, then utilities. You will need to have an extra insurance policy as well. So keep that in mind. We need to spend money in cleaning expenses. Cleaning would be one of your biggest expenses as well. And then you have to also keep in mind your regular repairs and last but not least, consumable supplies and now it's time for our weekly mortgage market recap for last week week ending july 14th the 30-year fixed rate mortgage actually went up to 5.51 percent which is a slight 0.21 rise from the other weeks ending july 7th which i think was around 5.30 which we reported last week but still it's lower than previous weeks where it was above the 5.7 percent and rates are still pretty low even with last week's rise but it looks like we are heading into some bad news since there's words on the street and there's been a lot of talk about the fed thinking of rising interest rates by one percent during their anticipated july 26 meeting because as we know they're still trying so hard to cool down this crazy all-time high inflation that we've been going through i Pray and hope that that huge hike does not happen, but we will see if they actually make that huge jump. I know that'd be really frustrating for a lot of real estate investors, but again, it should be able to go down once they finish fighting this crazy inflation that we are going through. All right, folks, that's it for this week's market recap. And this is it for today's episode. Until next time, folks, stay hungry. Thank you for listening to Minority Landlords Podcast. Please like and subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes so that we can reach as many people as possible. We will appreciate it if you tell your friends and family, too, about the podcast. Also, visit us at MinorityLandlords.com.